happen for myself and my family there's no way that this is real man it can't be what is up everybody welcome back to modify your life podcast where i'm your host anthony lopez lopez wow also known as heavy to modified and Modify Your Life. This is, I believe, our like 12th episode. And every single time I talk about what episode we're on, I seem to goof this one up. Uh, this one's going to be a good one. This is going to be a real good one because my boy to the left that is blurred out, I've known for how many years? Uh, decades. <laughs> Dang, I'm trying to make us feel that old. Uh, probably like 15 years. Like 15, 16, 17 16, years. Yeah. We're only 21, so yeah, pretty much majority of our whole entire life. But... Uh, yeah, brother, it's crazy because so I just we just hung out for a first time after how many years? Like since I picked up that uh, the the rig from you, yeah, that fly from you. That was about a the good, glider. That was about a good four years ago. That was, that was four years ago you. when I was a filmer, man. When I was a filmer before all the weight loss. Actually, it might have been a little longer than four. It might have been almost five. Yeah, actually, you're you're right. yeah, because yeah, I think it's like yeah. around five years, five, about five years ago. Five years, and look how much has changed. Like it's yeah. It's changed, Mr. West you Coast. Changed boom. Too. Yeah, I think hopefully I think I'll thank you for noticing a little yeah. bit. Mentally, physically, everything, man. Everything, man. We we were we were having a conversation right now um because my boy came over, Mr. West Coast Boom, and he, you know, he's a videographer and he showed me some of his work and bro, you are you're do I told you already, you're literally doing everything that I inspired to do when I was uh when I was a videographer, man. Thank you, thank you. It's I'm, so sick. I'm just trying to do what, you know, what makes me happy. I'm not I'm not really in it for the money right now. It's just, uh, I think if you do something that, you know, for the love of it, it'll take care of you. Bro, I'm, I'm all about that, man. I was, you know, doing Zoom calls with with clients for free for over a year um, before I started to make money off oh, of that, shit. man. Yeah, man. I, I had to learn it, man. I, just because I lost weight didn't mean that I was capable of helping other people lose weight. Yeah, lose I'm not, not going to lie to you. I thought, like, I thought that you just kind of blew up one day and... Right. Yeah, everyone, just, everyone would feel that, man. Everyone feels that people blow up one day. But just like you, I mean, you just show me a video right now, like well over 7000 videos. You know what I mean? And that's years of hard work, right? That it took yeah. to get there. Yeah, right. It's only a two minute video, but it took like six, almost six months just to kind of put together. I'm going to link that video because that tells us a whole story in six minutes. Or was it two, <laughs> six minutes or two minutes? It was like two minutes and 30 seconds. Bro, it felt, it felt like a, like I was watching, I was watching like a trailer to a, a documentary that was about to drop, bro. And honestly, I was sold, bro. I, I'm really, really proud of you and what you've come and what you've built, man. And thank you. and your skills are just, just sick. Yeah, thank you. I actually have two documentaries on the channel. It's uh, Living Legends. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, but no, I'm definitely gonna post that on there. Yeah, those. Uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't know how to say, it, but I, the whole time we were shooting that, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Do we really? So, do we really ever know what we're doing? I don't man? know, man. You I just knew you loved the passion. I yeah, I just it, it really was, and it's funny because. The first documentary I shot, it's uh, on a 16-year-old stunt rider. His name is uh, Stunner Jay. He, he's out here. But that was my first documentary. And um, planned for it as best I could. We shot it in two days. And the next documentary that I shot after that, I thought it was going to be something like that. took like three months. <laughs> I remember those days. I didn't take that long, but I'm talking about like I was put, pumping out content, you know, for these companies like every day. Yeah. Um, and it takes work, it's, especially when yeah. you... When you're not, you're not just holding the camera, you're telling a story, yeah. right? I think people confuse you holding the camera and telling a story as two different things. They're not the same. Right. Anyone can hold a camera that buys a camera from a store. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. A thousand dollar camera, hundred thousand dollar camera. It doesn't matter if you're holding it, you're just holding it. Yeah. Don't you, just shoot to shoot, man. Try to tell a story. I mean, make your shots make sense. I like that, man. I like that. And so, you know, we just hop right into it. We, we, our backstory, we've known each other for a very long time, but mm -hmm. like, you know, who's West Coast Boom? Uh... Well, who am I, man? I guess we're all trying to figure out who we are, but uh, I, like I guess answer. you could say I'm a content creator within the stunt writing community. Uh, stunt writing, when I say that, I mean like uh, guys who are doing wheelies and tricks on, on their uh, their sport bikes. So think biker boys. I mean, we hate to be referenced as that. It is a go. <laughs> it is a dope movie. Yeah, but it's like that. I mean, no one really does the tricks they do in that movie are kind of old school. No one really does those yeah. anymore. When but, I was a kid, I watched that though. That was a cool. Like I wanted to do all those tricks. Yeah, man, and that that was me too. And then the only reason I got a bike because I found out how I guess you could say I'm doing air quotes. Uh, cheap it was a lot cheaper than a, than a, car a lot cheaper than a camaro i'll tell you that much yeah they uh that's what we think going in and then we end up spending thousands it's just like cars we yeah no it, it's uh, bro if it's a hobby and, and a hobby it's not just something that you put together like legos a hobby is something that you do that you get excitement and joy from and i feel like those are the most expensive things 
Yeah. I have, I'm into like guns. I'm into cars. I'm into dirt bikes. You know what I mean? I have a lot of different hobbies. So I told you earlier, I always get in trouble for my different <laughs> hobbies. And when I watch your documentary, your short doc on, uh, the, on the, on the bikes and, and your story, um, it just made me want to go get a street bike again. I, I really want an R6. R R one, sorry, R one. That's a that's a that thousand cc motor, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, want and, that so yeah. bad. And the the thing with stunt riding, we're not really speed demons. Uh, we, we like to say speed kills. Uh, it's <laughs> that's just true. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a, it's a different lifestyle or a different way of riding, I guess you could say. Well, yeah. it's like the freestyle riding of dirt bikes. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's it's literally what it is. It's exactly. like look at Twitch Steinberg. Like look what he's created. Look what he's done. Yeah, yeah. Of, I gotta check him out. Of going to, going against the grade of how you should be ride grain and how you should be riding a dirt bike. You right. know. And I think that's what a lot of what this podcast is going to be about is going against the grain, man. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you also made a move to Las Vegas. I did. You know what I mean? And you didn't even know I was out here until you saw my Instagram post. Yeah. And, you know, you hit me up today, literally today. And, you know, this is how we work, man. Like, when we have a good conversation. I know it's podcast ready. And we just, we set everything and we talk. Uh, because at the end of the day, like, you know, when I first asked him to be on my podcast, because, you know, we me and my boy go way back. Um, he's like, ah, oh, man, I don't know if I have a story to tell. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we all got a story to tell, man. <laughs> like, you just moved uh, to a whole different area code, right? Three yeah. and a half hours away from your family. And you're Samoan. And families, you, you so I know for sure Samoans are family-orientated, yeah. right? They're, they, they, they're family, big time. big time. And I know that was a, a probably uncomfortable move or not a scary move. But how's, how's it going so far? You, how many months have you been out here? And how's it going so far? Uh, so <clears throat> I, I, do have, I do have my dad out here, but... Um, I don't, I don't even know if I should get into that, but basically, uh, <laughs> but uh, my dad was locked up for more than half of my life, about 20 years. So I don't really have a solid, oh, like an open dialogue, like, like you yeah. expect. Okay. So, um, you know, I have him out here, but you know, like I said, it's a distance relationship, but I've been out here about a year. I mean, a year, a month. <laughs> I was going to say, damn, all right. <laughs> I've been out here about a month and it's, it's been hard on the family. Cause like you said, we're, we're real family oriented. So, it's it's different not seeing your family every day. It's different not being able to say like, "Hey, you know, I'm bored. Let's go. Let's, let's, go, let's go, to, go to grandma's house. Yeah, let's go let's to go uncle's to house. house." Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 a it's a big change for my wife and kids. So uh, we're still adjusting. Unlike you guys, you guys been out here. What? Well, we've been out here the two months before you. We got here January. Yeah, and January. You, guys, you don't have any kids. No, no kids. No kids. We've been me and Francie have been trying to have kids since 2018. Since the uh, pretty much the week we found out my grandpa had six months to live. Um, but unfortunately, um, we're going through some complications, but you know, yeah. with our weight loss and, and other stuff we're doing behind the scenes, you know, hopefully one day when God's willing, we'll be able to have a kid. Right. You know what I mean? I know you have two, yeah. two beautiful kids. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And you know, you, you said something earlier that really made me want, know that like this podcast was going to be, go into something, uh, a lot bigger than what I feel that you thought it was going to go into. Like I said, we all have a story, you know, and you said that, you know, you you've been traveling you traveled around the world you travel around places you shop for very very famous artists and famous people mm -hmm. and now you make content that just makes you happy yeah and you weren't happy when you're traveling with all those people like with no. I, if you want to say the names then go for it if not then totally yeah. fine but you know you weren't happy doing that huh yeah no yeah um I've, I've shot for like the whole asap mob um shot for uh dw flame um snoop just like nothing like major. It's just like nothing major. Like yeah, behind, nothing major. Like behind the scenes uh, edits and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it wasn't like enough to get me, you know, up, to get me out there. I wasn't like famous or anything. But, but you're I, on your way though, and that's yeah. you still weren't happy, man. Like, no, so why weren't you happy? It's just uh, for one, I didn't like the crowd that it attracted. It's the the crowd it attracted was my past life, I guess you could say. Um, we all got those. Yeah. So I come from a a background full of like, you know, gang members and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I, when I, when we were going to school, I was living in Long Beach the whole time. Um, Oh really? Yeah. So that's a, that's a long travel. Yeah. So Damn, that's a drive. Yeah. And then we finally moved to Orange County. And once we did, it was just, it was a hard life. We thought it'd be easier, but it was just, you know, struggles from there too. So, but, um, yeah, I just back to your question. So I just, when I was figuring out what, what kind of content I wanted to create, I just found out I wasn't happy doing that. I, you know, I, I, at that time I already had a kid. I was already married with with my with my son. Uh, I had my oldest son, and um, it just wasn't me. You know, I just I had to really take a step back and like, you know, what am I doing here? I'm out here at three a.m. partying with a bunch of dudes, like single dudes at that. 
And you got and a if, whole family. You yeah, got a family. and if not, single dudes, dudes cheating on their wives and shit. I'm not really with that. So, and you, like you told me, you told me, like, man, like you. And then what's something that really got me? I think you, you didn't bring up right now, but um, it's what what uh, got me to bring up this is that you said, you know, while you're out there traveling, you were missing your family. Yeah. So you know I mean? and she goes, she goes show how strong family is and yeah. like how to have that, that's your tribe. Yeah, I mean that's your little tribe right exactly. there. That, everything you do, these these cameras you pick up, your 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 daytime job, your nighttime job, whatever it is, like you're doing it for your family, right? Yeah, and and the thing that they push in the stunt riding community is they they push for you to travel, right? Like because we're such a small knit community, everyone kind of knows each other. It's yeah, it's not like you know motocross where it's like you know it's like a hundred thousands of people all yeah. over the world love well, motocross. There's only a few that live this lifestyle, so they always push for you to travel and get to meet these these. You know these different, different riders and is it what's it called? Is it called? I know like only the person like only club I know of is like rough riders. So yeah, those are clubs, but in the community we have what we call stunt teams. So there's like okay. West Coast connection. They're from the Bay, straight up. They're from the. I Bay. think I've seen some. Uh, you know, I, I know I was watching for a minute, especially when I got my first dirt bike. I think they're called like Five O'clock Boys. Oh yeah, they're so. <laughs> man, it's, there's so much to dive into. So the guys on dirt bikes right mm -hmm. yeah those I'm, ones i probably don't have enough experience to even speak on this but we're we're in different categories the guys on dirt bikes that's what you call the bike life scene okay the guys on sport bikes we just you know we're just stunt riders like oh okay okay yeah. okay so when you i'm over here, mixing up people no, 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 you're you're yeah. yeah uh that's that's one thing i hope to do with this channel i want to be able to you know because we don't really we don't we when we host rides they don't we're not hosting them together bike life guys have their own rides sport bike riders have their own rides Okay. And the reason for that, I mean, one of the main reasons, I don't want to say it's the only reason, but, you know, if you ever see them when they're, when they're doing their wheelies and, and they're doing their tricks, they're all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're left, right, left, right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're what is it called? It's called like swinging or something yeah, like that? Yeah, they're, they're swinging, they're doing drawbacks and yeah. stuff. You know, but like with sport bike riders, we're more straight line. We're, we're more controlled. With, yeah. Like you can, you can predict where we're going to go. With Compared these, to with with the, the bike they, life guys. Yeah, yeah right and left, right and left. They're everywhere. But I, I love, I love watching them. You know, I just... Uh, that's one thing I want to do with this channel. I want to do content on them too, but it it takes time. It does, man. It yeah. does, and you yeah, like you, said, you got your old, your old family thing. And so the move to Vegas, like, and now you're you're not only doing what you're you're nine to five, but you're you know you're turning with something you do you love into also bringing in money. Like, how's that going for you? Like, how like do you regret the move? Are you happy to move? Are you scared? <laughs> I would say I'm I'm scared for sure. I just yeah. don't know. It's it's a uh, it's I like mean, the unknown. Yeah, because you know, like you, you don't have any family out here. So I, I, I don't. I would say I, I, I'd probably be scared if I was you. Like, yeah, but it's um, a, it's a, it was an, it was, it's nerve wracking, man. Because you know, I was raised with my family. Like yeah. I always seen my grandparents. I always seen my mom. I always seen my brothers and sisters and stuff like that. Now I did go through my time in my life where I was so big where I just didn't want to go anywhere. But I still would see my family, and if I'm not, at least they're five miles away, ten miles away. Now they're like I don't know how many miles away California is from us, or but you know it's three and a half, three and twenty, three hours and twenty minutes away. Um, so you know it's one of those things that you know something I talk about a lot is that you know getting comfortable being uncomfortable, right? You know what I mean? And right. I feel like by me making this move has allowed me and Francine to really double down on our business, double down on our brand, and be able to help more people and to reach more people and talk to dope ass people like you. You know that yeah. you know you made a move out here with your whole family to continue to give them a, a great life but then also to to do what makes you happy and to me like that's a that's yeah. there's people out there listening right now that like would love to be able to do that you know yeah. to be able to make a move and to get uncomfortable uh but yet to still follow their dreams and, and make such amazing captivating uh content like you do and i'm not yeah. gonna call it content i don't think you make content man you make like short films <laughs> like <laughs> that that's what they, they're like three minute short films man and it's like so yeah. dope and like uh, I'm so excited to see like where we go in the future too, because I know we got something to work in the back end. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that man, because I mean your skills is like you, you could see the passion in your work. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I could I could see that man, and it's it's always cool. And you know the main reason why I named this Modify Your Life is because I didn't want this only to be about weight loss. You mean because yeah. there's so much more that I had to modify and change in my life in order to become a better person. And I think and, that's you know, a big plus for you because you're not locking yourself into one category. Yeah, no, no. I so. change financially. I change physically. I change emotionally. I change spiritually. Uh, you know what I mean? Like all the lees, all the lees. <laughs> you know, I, I change, you know, and it all started off because I worked on myself and I got my life together and I started putting myself first and I started caring about my yeah. my existence of being here and how long I was going to be because I had, you know, control of being here longer, being here shorter. And if I would have stayed on that path, I probably wouldn't be sitting here today. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, you you out of all people know 
uh, the COVID, COVID, you know, that's, you know, one yeah. of the, I mean, you know that I know we're talking a little bit earlier about how many people you've lost during that time. Um, and did you like, when you started losing all your friends and family members before you moved, like, were you thinking like, maybe we shouldn't? Yeah, that, that, that did come up, but I think, cause I think after a certain amount, it sounds so weird to say that a certain amount after a certain amount of people that you lose in life. Right. And I hate to say it, uh, you kind of become numb after a while. You can't even cry about it or. Yeah. You come like jaded. Yeah. And I think it just, it, it hits you. But at the same time, like, because for me, I don't know. I just, I, I, I might be a weird one for feeling like this, but for me, it felt, it felt weird to enjoy my life knowing that I lost my mom, knowing that I lost my uncle, knowing that I lost um, some, some good friends, you know what I mean? It felt weird to, to go out and enjoy my life. But I think like, you know, after I took a step back and you, know, you realize like, you know, that's why we should live our yeah. life, right? For, 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 them. for the loved ones. And that's where I'm at right now, especially with this edit I'm working on. We're going to start it off with this podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we're I'm shooting just, to put my podcast and something for your channel. Yeah. And I'm excited to see yeah, that. Yeah, It'll be out soon. And that, that's a very interesting way to look at death, man. So I'm not, I know in, as everyone's listening to this right now, um, me and my boy haven't talked in a very long time for the last four or five years. Um, and we talked that time because I went to go buy a, a, a glider and he That's was the one selling it, glider, you know what yeah. I mean? And he doesn't even know this. So at the time when I was starting my, you know, my filming company, uh, my filming business, uh, me and Francine didn't have that much money. You know what I mean? So I couldn't afford the Ronin MX like I really wanted, you know what I mean? So I was looking for something affordable. And I saw that on, I believe it was Craigslist. No, no, it was uh, OfferUp. OfferUp, yeah. OfferUp. And I had like 200 bucks, bro. I had like 200 bucks in my savings and Francine's like, well, if you're going to do this and if you need it, then just go get it. I'm like, babe, we have like 200 bucks. And I think you're selling it for like 150 or something. Yeah, I think I gave it to you yeah, just for 50. You though. gave it for 50. I didn't yeah. give it for 50. So I ended up going there and I see him. Oh, like, oh, I was shoot. like, oh, what up, boom, what up, man? Like, how's it going? And we're talking. You're like, yo, bro, you don't know what? Just give me 50. I was like, no, nah, man, you don't got to do that. But inside, I'm like, damn, like my boy just, he doesn't, you weren't even aware of like how you just allowed me to better my business and my brand as I was filming. Uh, by you just, you know, showing my love because you knew me and you wanted to show me love that I was also making videos too. So, you know, I want to thank you for that. Cause you know, we, we were, we were, you know, we were struggling for a second, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was saying we were, we couldn't go to anyone for help, but we didn't want to go to anyone for help, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's so crazy how life works out that you give me that one, but we both have the same number. Cause I had your number saved when you called me today. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then now you're sitting here on my podcast and I get to share the story with you that, you know, you actually looked out for me without even knowing you're looking out for me. Cause with that glide, I got to, uh, actually is when I started to work with premium. And I, I was allowed to keep up with a videographer that was, you know, that had all the flyest equipment and yeah. it turned into that, you know, the owner of premium now being my best friend. I'm in his, uh, you know, I'm in, I'm his best man at his wedding. So it's like crazy. And, and that's just, it just comes down to like making do with what you got, man. Yeah. And when you got heart, man, when you got heart, when you got fight that you, the, ain't no one's going to, no one's going to compare to you, man. I don't care if they have yeah. the top of line equipment. I don't care if they have the best surgeries, the best doctors, the best this going up against someone that has fight. You, you ain't, you ain't going to touch them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ain't going to touch them. And like, you know, something I see in you, man, it's just this conversation we've had this hour before we started to, uh, doing this podcast is that, bro, you got fighting you, bro. You got dog in you, man. You got <laughs> dog in you, bro. And I, I I think it's dope. I think you don't give yourself enough credit. Like yeah. your skills on the camera are, 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 are really good. And I know that some of the people are going to click that link and go check it out and, and show you mad love because man, like when talent is talent, Thank we're you. so used to seeing content every single day on the phones Thank and you. stuff like that. But yeah. when you see someone actually tell a story through a, through, you know, through a lens, and I, and I might just be hyping it up because I have such passion for video and, and video editing and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, man, it, it takes work, man. You got a dog and I can't wait to see like it where does. you take that, bro. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I want to go back to something you said, too, where you said you put yourself, you had to put yourself first. And um, I think anytime you have, I, I think I, I want to highlight on that, uh, highlight on that, because I think anytime you have a vision that no one else gets, sometimes you got to. I don't want to mean to say it, but you got to be a little selfish. No, know? no, you say gotta, it. No, I'm all about that word selfish, bro. Yeah, I'm gotta, all about it. Because some a lot of these videos that I make, I try to explain it to people before I shoot or if they're in the video. Mm -hmm. I explain how they don't get it. They get frustrated. And I just tell them, like, look, man, you're not going to get it. Either you want to be a part of it or not. Like yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll understand it when you see it. And but then, it always works out. Like and that. then it comes out and then people are like, damn, I'm glad yeah, I did it. Yeah, exactly. It, it's all, you know, and we could just take that vision into anything we do in life, right? When I started my journey and I walked in the doors and I told them that I want to fight, they thought I was a joke, right? This fat guy ain't going to fight. This guy's not going to lose weight. This person ain't going to do he AJ, you've lost weight a whole bunch of times already, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
you, it's just not going to work for you. Or, you know, when I post up on social media, people yeah. make fun of my belly sticking out. You mean all that other stuff, all that negativity, right? But I got selfish and I realized that, you know, no one's going to define me who I am as a person and what the hell yeah. I'm going to get done, yeah. right? At the end of the day, like, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to give myself 100%. I'm going to put the right food in my mouth. I'm going to learn the right things for my life. I'm going to get selfish and shut down and really just dive deep and into I'm my really life. I'm glad you did. Man. And then look what it turned into be. You know what I mean? Like, no one in, bro, you know me, it, actually right now, who was Anthony Lopez back in 2007, 8, and 9? Man, if you guys didn't... I mean, he shares it all the time, but this yeah, the dude was a big dude. and uh, Yeah, and that's coming from Samoan, yeah, so yeah. you know I was big. And uh, when we were in school, it, I used to love just fucking beating up the people trying to pick on him, too. So, <laughs> But, you know, it, 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 it starts with you, because I know you were uncomfortable sitting with us a lot of times. I can't force yeah, that. Crazy you were, that's so that. crazy you remember that. Yeah, man. Because I remember that because, like, I remember some uncomfortable conversations or uncomfortable situations uh, that I was, like, even, it's so weird, even bigger is that it's so weird that you notice that because I always try to, uh, like, you know, kind of put that mask on, like, I'm confident and laugh it off, off. you know, but you kind of seem through that. Yeah, and I tried to tell you, man, look, man, I know you're trying to joke it off, but I don't know if you remember, I tried to. I just look, come sit with us, man. Yeah, no, I do, I do. When you brought it up, I like you. Yeah, I'm on. I'll I'll fucking I'll fire on him. (laughs) And my man's big. My man's my man's big. You know, and you were you kept that size through high school and then deal till now, man. It's just like then that's some own blood, bro. Um, but you know, yeah, I did play it off, and that did that situation that that everyone was sitting down, and there were some jokes being said. I was uncomfortable in that situation. And I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't for you know that's something that you had to dig in within yourself, and you did. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Yeah, you can't. There's only so much you can do to make people feel better about themselves. And no, and I wasn't ready, dude. I wasn't ready to feel good myself, yeah. you know. And like, as much as I, I tried, you know, I always talk about like, you know, the different masks, right? Like the different masks I had. Like, you remember the truck? You know, always had to have like the flyest truck. I had to be the DJ. Yeah. I always had to be look at me, look at Shit me. Was dope. And that was dope. Well, that truck was sick. You had, um, a, you had a, was it a Mustang? No, no, it was a Ford. If it was a Ford, the, the Ford F-250, that truck, not the Camaro. No, you had another car, too. That you oh, the El Camino. That caught on yeah. fire. Yeah, the what? El Camino. That caught on fire on the ni- off the 91 freeway in Lemon. I always thought you were just, I'm like, man, this dude's either dealing drugs or something. <laughs> like, nah, fuck? man, no, no dealing. No, we'll say that for another podcast. <laughs> the, the next time I seen you, Instagram is so weird. With your content and a few others I follow, uh-huh. it's always big gaps. So I always wondered whatever happened to you. And then the next time I saw you on Instagram, you drop like a shitload of weight. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is this guy? Yeah, man. You're I've been um, I've been dropped a little bit. I dropped like a couple couple pounds. Yeah. A couple hundred. <laughs> same same thing again. When I, I didn't I didn't even know you were out here until Instagram showed one of your videos on my feed. And I'm like, oh this dude he moved to Vegas. I'm in Vegas. Let me let me call him. Man. That's so crazy how life works out. Man. Yeah. And like you know what I mean and then fast forward literally we talked five hours ago. You were at work and now Later, we're on a podcast. We're getting stuff done for you and for yeah. me, and we're talking about some content in the future. Yeah. Um, and you know that's just how life is, man. Like I'm a strong believer that things happen and don't happen. They things in life happen for a reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like things don't happen for you; they happen to you. Or things don't happen to you; they happen for you. you know I, like I mean, that. so yeah, like it's like that. one of those things that I've 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 taken and I've realized that every single situation I've been in, and every single uh, negative space I've been in, negative headspace, you know, negative um, negative light that was shined on me is now it was not really for to be negative. It was for me to learn something from it, right? You know what I mean? It was those uncomfortable conversations, those uncomfortable feelings that I've got that I've really got to sit back and realize who Anthony Lopez is as a person. And I feel like you're going to go through the same and you just don't know it. Like, you know, you're in a very uncomfortable situation right now. Like you have a whole family you're supporting. You know, you got got little ones that look up to you, but you know, with your fight and, and, and the actual passion you have for what you do, bro, I, I, I don't see you stopping anytime soon. You know what I mean? Thank you. It's just, that stuff oh is, you know, God. it's work. That shit it, is, it is mad work. work. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's work when you're actually doing it. And, you know, especially if, uh, you know, at home too, it's it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to explain to people like my wife. It's it's hard to explain to her what I'm trying to do. So, um, you know, that's just with anybody that's not actually doing it. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense. But no, it does. Yeah. You, 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 I think you heard the last pod. I think you said you checked out the last podcast. Me and Frankie, you know, she, we were on the same page. And it wasn't just, you know, going to, it doesn't just, that conversation of me and Francine doesn't just go off with weight loss. It goes off with anything. Like, yeah. you know, you want to start a business. You're going to want your loved one right next to you and support you. Yeah. And unfortunately, it doesn't happen right away because at the end of the day, yeah. she hmm. didn't sign up. She didn't sign up for this version of you. And yeah. Francine didn't sign up for this version of me. Exactly. But they're going to evolve with us over time. You know, we just kind of have to lead the way or she leads the way. Whoever is the one that's taking that first jump and to get uncomfortable, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, uh, just to piggyback off that, like I've been, I've known my wife my whole life. Uh, we've been together though about 15 years 
from since I was seventeen. So, um, I, I give I, I I give a lot I give her a lot of credit because um, they put up with us. It's not only that. It's uh, she she was with me when I was a boy turning into a man. You know, when I was trying to figure myself out. I think I think a lot of guys take that for granted with with their significant others. You know what I mean? They they fucking drop the ball, end up cheating. On oh man, do drop the ball, shit. bro! Like you know what I'm saying? Like I think I give my wife a lot of credit because she's been super patient with me when I've been trying trying to figure out how to make this work. So yeah, no, why a hundred percent? So many people in so many unfortunate situations, male and female, um, is is drop the ball because they just feel that there's something better. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, I, there's a saying that I heard, and I'm probably gonna mess this up because my dyslexic ass. But you know, it says I rather I don't want the girl of today. Oh, I already I already messed man, it up. I have to come it, back to it. it. You've been dropping some. Gems. I know, man. I know, I know. I love, but when I try to remember a quote, bro, I be like, I just I'm dyslexic, bro. So my brain just like, no, nah, not today. Um, but it's basically saying that I don't want the girl of tonight. I want the girl for forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes and like, sure you know, you and, and Frankie. Yeah, too, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like there's plenty of guys that probably want Frankie. You know, they probably don't make as much money as me, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, and like, you know, there's girls that you don't want me and they probably want me for all the wrong reasons. Uh, but yeah. something that me and Francine built is the heavy to modified brand, you know, is the ebook is the taco business is, you know, the, the mini pancake business. You know what I mean? Like, we were creating something that have put money in our family's pockets and our friends' pockets and also in our pockets too. And, you know, something that no one could ever recreate that no one could ever be by my side when I lost my grandpa again. Uh, no, if yeah. it's never impossible, no one could be by my side. Well, I made my first $10,000. No one could be by my side. while I started my first YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Like we created memories that it would, I would literally be a fool to kind of let that go for a girl for the night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've seen that happen so many times. So you're right. I don't think that we give our girls enough and, credit, and especially forbid, when entrepreneurs. Yeah. And you God know forbid, mean? maybe you guys do go your separate ways. I hope and pray you guys do it out of love, not just, you know. Peacefully. Yeah. I say. I She'll probably that. put bleach in my dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell my wife all the time, like, look, man, if, if you can't hang through this and you want to go your own way, I get that. But just know I'm always, when I got it, you got it. Exactly. I ignore, exactly. I tell Francine. I tell Francine all the time. Like, look, if you if you ever find fall out of love with me, or you know find someone you love more, that's totally fine. But just have to let them know that we're still going to work with each yeah. other. You know yeah. what I mean? You have to let them know that your ex boyfriend is your business partner. You know? No, that's that's. <laughs> and I told her that too. I said, you know, you might have a boyfriend, but I'm a, I'm a hit on you all the time. <laughs> You might have a boyfriend, but I'm still going to be your husband. So, you know, whatever. You're going to have kids. I'm like, nah, if if we do separate, I'm going to just do me. That's that's all I want to do anyways. Yeah, just just continue to live your life, man. But that's so funny. You know, I think that's just that entrepreneur entrepreneur lifestyle that, you know, we live. It's like, it's it's a gamble, bro. You know what I mean? I've only had two real jobs in my life. I was a DJ SK Depot. And I worked at a vape store. Those are the only two jobs I, I had in my life. So you're all or and nothing, right? I, I'm all or nothing, bro. I, I, and I'm, this is the realest stuff I've ever said. If I were to lose what I have, my brand that I have right now, I would literally, we would be living back home with my parents. I would lose everything and I would do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not scared to fail anymore. Like, I've failed so many times in my life where failure is does not scare me anymore. What scares me, actually, well, the biggest thing that scares me is me not becoming the person I should become. That actually yeah. scares me more than failure. You know, sometimes I I'll sit there and like, especially when I'm working on a big hitter, and I'll just think to myself like, this, I know I'm supposed to be somewhere else. Like, <laughs> I this isn't me. Like, I I but I I know that I have to put in the work, so that's what I'm. Bro, gonna do. you I'm just keep my people people don't understand that you gotta you gotta shovel dog shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm still shoveling shit. It doesn't matter what number I make on, a, uh, on on in in my bank account. It doesn't matter how many people I get to help. It doesn't matter what I've got to do in my life or what TV shows are you know TV stations I've been on. I'm still shoveling shit and you're never done shoveling shit as an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? The shit smells better, right? It maybe yeah. it looks a little golder, but it's still shit at the end of the day. And we have to shovel it every single day because if we want to be successful, it is a grind. You know what I mean? You don't have nice stuff because you don't work hard. And now I know people are out there thinking like, oh, yeah, well, you know, what about this guy, Timmy and, and whatever, who, you know, family left him everything. That's like a 1%, bro. Cool for them. That's what they have. But we yeah, we, yeah. we got another fight over here. even if I did, even if I did have all them i was just talking to my wife about this today like even if i some by some miracle i got blessed with everything i've ever wanted i don't think i'd enjoy it like i like i hate to say it but i like the struggle i say like it. the struggle like i oh man I like frankie's looking right now she's like, like damn i like being able to earn it like because I, I know i earn bro, it. bro i like my back up against a wall and i got 50 people trying to fucking fight yeah. me like i feel most comfortable in uncomfortable situations bro when i when i am not stressed I am not living life. 
right? And yeah, then Francine hates there. that. She's like, she's like, we, we we just took on this, and now you want to do the ebook every month? I was like, yes, let's do it. Like, Same let's set the bar. Wife. She's like, you just dropped another video. You're gonna work on. It. I'm like, look, man, I just, I gotta get it out of my system while I feel it. Yeah. If I don't feel it, then I'm no, not gonna man. do it. It's not gonna be done right. So. And something that I and I talk about is something that I've I feel like I've adopted. I've never heard anyone say this, and someone else heard someone say this. And please comment below. Let me know if you heard it before. But to me, I what I always tell all my clients, and I tell people that I talk to who ask, and I pour into them about you know my journey in my life. Is that you know I ask them you know what they feel about the word comfortable, and they'll just try to say that you know you know whatever you know oh yeah comfortable you know sometimes you get comfortable blah, blah and I always tell people no the word comfortable is just a misspelled word for laziness yeah you know what I mean because when you're comfortable you're lazy think about the last time you did something good right when the last time you lost some weight and what happened when you got comfortable I gained it you got lazy <laughs> Double. right Double. you got lazy. And that's what we do. You know, we start getting comfortable in situations, right? And then we start getting lazy. Then we start losing the fight. Then we stop being the person that we should become. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not who I want to be. I was comfortable. For 27 years, I lived a comfortable-ass life. And that got me pre-diabetic, over 600 pounds, couldn't see my dick, hard to wipe my fucking ass. And I was very Sheesh. unhappy. You know what I mean? So being comfortable don't get you anywhere. Like, so I don't ever want to be comfortable. I don't care if I had $6 million in my bank account. I still don't want to feel comfortable. Yeah. How do I get 12? Yeah, and I and I try to burn that into my kids' brain. I tell yeah. them like one thing I tell them all the time, like when it comes to like little shit, like them keeping the house clean and picking up, like you know, I'll tell them like I know you've seen that trash there, and I tell them like the talking more, to me or are your kids no, right now? Them, but I'll tell them like, look, I try to let them know like the more you do things that you that is hard to do, the more you fight that, the easier it's going to become. So the next time you see trash, I want it to be muscle memory for you guys to just keep the house clean. Exactly. And that's, honestly, that's very real. So like how I, when I talk to my online clients, is I'm like, think about the last time you went for a walk and you said you're going to do a mile. Where did you walk to? Like, oh, I made it, you know, eight houses down. And okay, cool. Next time you went for a walk, where did you go? Yeah. Eight houses down. I, like I was like, why? Like because you told yourself that, yeah, stopping at that eight houses down was okay to stop. So your brain is lazy. So it's going to tell you stop. But Matt, then once you go past that eight house, right, that eighth house, everything, every single step you feel, every single step is annoying. Every single step is difficult. But once you make that mile, yeah. the next time you're making that mile again, right? Our brains are just sponges. Yeah. Our, our brains are sponges. And what we do and what we allow is what it's going to, it's going to continue to repeat. So if you keep on stepping over dog shit to go throw away the trash and you're every single day, you see dog shit, you're going to step over it to go throw away trash. And so you pick up that dog shit over the ground and you put that in the trash with it and go take it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're building ha we're building habits of being lazy. So what you're teaching your kids right now is something that is gonna go and, and help them long term. Yeah, and that's right? what I, uh, and, and now that we're older, like I, I get everything. My grandma, my mom, my dad, everything they've ever told. I <laughs> get it. They you get so, it right. It's so annoying. I hate it. <laughs> explain it to my nieces and my kids and my nephews and Cause now you're stepping into the, you're 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 now the big cup pouring into these yeah. ones. Yeah, and you know I try I mean? to tell them like, look, man, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, I'm, I'm literally telling you because if you if you let this bad habit sit, it's gonna carry on in your exactly. Life. Like, you That's, don't wanna, you don't wanna have a roommate and then you're all fucking messy and you're yeah. You know what I mean? like, how you do stuff. one thing is how you do everything. Yeah, yeah, and, and I've learned that. Like, and you, a lot of the bad habits I've had as a kid, I'll I'll, I'll admit it. Like, it, I carried it over, but I'm working on it. You know, yeah. I, knock, I, I knocked out a few and. Got more to do. Yeah, just got got more work to do. Just. Francine literally knows for the rest of her life she will never see piss on the toilet unless it was from someone else. And I call uh, anybody. I'll never, I'll never, you know what I mean? Like that right there, I you know, yeah, Big John's sitting right now eating fruit right now. He walked in the studio right now. You know what I mean? Uh, but he knows that, you know, I don't, we don't, we don't a, do that. That was a problem with my son. And I'll, I'll admit, like, I'm aggressive when, when I parent. You know, one, one time, the first time I caught him doing it, I pulled him in the bathroom. What the fuck is this? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Wipe this shit. Like, oh, but it's dirty. So what? I, you know, I had to teach my kid. Like, it's your mess. Clean it's it. your mess, you know man. What I mean, and yeah. then wash your hands. Like, that's that's life. You got to get your hands dirty. Like, it's your mess. But yeah, it's, I'm big on that too. Yeah, yeah, I'm really big uh, on that, man. Like, I to me, like you know, you you leave piss on the toilet seat, you're not going to be successful. And I can't take that quote. I heard that from Andy Frisella, and I've been walking I don't know around. How we got to that? I, I mean, like, no, yeah. it's a, no, it's real because you know this is literally why I named this the podcast "Modify Your Life," bro, because. Is everything we've had to do and everything we've been through and all the failures we've had to go through in order to be the versions that we are to self, be uh, be the version we are today of ourselves. Yeah. And we're not done yet. We're not done evolving. We're not done growing. But these yeah. little these little gems that we're dropping and this little knowledge, you know, someone's out there listening. Someone yeah. someone right now is going to go to the restroom and look at their toilet and see <laughs> piss all over the seat. 
And tomorrow they're gonna clean it. They're gonna clean it, and next day, the next day they're not gonna have it no did, more. Did you have that kind of? Uh, did you have that in your household where like uh, if you had family coming over, did your grandma or your mom be like, hey, make sure this part of the house is clean? Yeah. My mom was always like, yeah, make sure the bathroom. Yeah, make sure the bathroom's clean. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure <laughs> yeah. the bathroom's clean. Like what? Who's gonna? I was a word, bro. Trying to piss when you're 500, 600 pounds is a difficult task, bro. Was it is it? a very, it's a very, yeah, dude, a lot of things were hard, man. A lot of I things were hard. You know, I haven't even given it that much thought. Like, you yeah. you, you kind of see me a year or two after high school, like after football, Anthony Lopez, like, yeah. you know, we're talking like four or five years after high school where I wasn't playing sports, but I was yeah. still eating like a freaking Samoan. Yeah. A big Samoan. <laughs> My man said, I thought you're Samoan your whole life, not just telling me. I was like, no, I was just fat, bro. I was just fat. Yeah, I would just tell people when they, when they would try to joke on you. I'm like, that's my little cousin, man. That's right. Oh, my bad. I my appreciate bad. you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Kill it. Or you going to get killed. I appreciate you. That's crazy. But I don't think people really understand like how crazy I think it is that we're on a podcast right now. Like, yeah. you know, it's freaking, we went to, you know, high school together. And now we're sitting here talking about, you know, bad habits, you know, and making life decisions and, you know, taking leave of faith and following your dreams and doing something that makes you happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And which I feel everyone should do. And unfortunately, a lot of people won't do it. They we're won't take the leap. But to. They're too scared. Well, you're you're literally, honestly, bro, you're literally in a house right now. We got Big John who's doing what he does best, eating all my food. He moved to he moved here from California. What's going on, Big to, Joe? He, he said, What's up? He's moving, he moved here from California with seven hundred dollars in his pocket. Bro had seven thousand, but he moved up here with seven, his end up being seven hundred. You know I me, mean? Francine. You know she moved from from Cali with me. We both moved from Cali up here to Vegas. Now you moved from Cali to Vegas yeah. to kind of you know do you know follow your dream. You know, so you're literally in a house where everyone here get, we hit the ground running, bro. I think that's and that, I think it's a good place to be. Um, not not to knock any of my friends that I ride with, but it's good to be around people who are you know like minded and have have things that they're working towards. You know, yeah. Frankie, can you uh bring up his uh, mic a little bit? It's starting to fall a little bit. I don't think it was tight enough. Yeah, I know it's starting to get low. And I know my boy, my boy talks lower than me. I'm just, uh, I'm really nervous. <laughs> uh, I'm nervous too because I forgot like uh, a lot of these, a lot of the people in the stunt riding community. Uh-huh. Um, not only do they not know my name or my face, uh, they don't know that I am married and have kids either. Oh, damn. <laughs> Uh, well, probably, by the off chance, I don't know if they're gonna click on the link to listen to this, but they're probably like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> you had a, you had a kid at a young age. Yeah, man, pull up game was weak, man. I made varsity as a freshman and just uh, that was it, man. That was my head. Well, yeah, the like I was telling you off the podcast, my wife was uh, my babysitter. So <laughs> you, always, you're living every man's dream I, right I've now, always bro. Had a thing. For I think her. every every boy had like a crush on their yeah. babysitter. So as soon as she noticed me, this is what after like you know maybe sophomore year of high school. I haven't seen her since I was in like seventh grade. So you know I was a little chubby, but in high school I was nice and fit. And she noticed me and. No, you had your like, shot. You shot it. All right, man, I shot it. You didn't it. pull it out. No, sir. That's it, man. No, sir. <laughs> that man ain't shooting no blank. That's yeah. funny. I remember my my uh, babysitter. I think her name was Kristen. Christ, Kristen. Kristen. I think it was her name. Uh, yeah, she was. She was. She was hot. I liked her. I mean, she's my babysitter. What's, what's Frankie's face look like right now? She's laughing right now. Good. <laughs> probably right now. Yeah, yeah probably right now. Never <laughs> believe. She's like, oh, so who is she? She's checking my Instagram right now, see if I'm following her. You know I mean? No, I don't know where she went. I don't know where she went. Her brother was cool though. He introduced me to like um Slipknot and stuff like that. Super cool. Super oh, cool dude. Slipknot. Man. Yeah, man. He put me on. He's a skater, dude. That whole era, Slipknot, Lincoln Park, oh, yeah. Sum Forty One, Bleak One Eight Two. Um, that man when TRL actually. Had oh, music yeah, videos. when actually had music videos. Yeah, when MTV was actually when actually had music videos on it. Now I don't know what MTV is anymore. I don't. I haven't watched TV. And I don't watch TV. I mean, Hulu, YouTube. I mean, yeah, Netflix, yeah. That's I mean, all I watch. I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs out there will shit on people who take the time of day to watch movies. But I'm an editor. I'm a video. I'm a cinematographer. Like I love watching. Bro, movies, how are you so. gonna not have a creative mind if you don't watch other documentaries yeah, or short I have films to. or stuff I like have that? To. It's like it, it that's keeps, weird. Yeah. So when I that's like it. me not watching workout videos or, or motivational stuff or keynote speaking. Yeah. Like and I, I have to. Like I have to expand my brain and see what these yeah, other and people I think are you doing. Should, I think you. I think whoever is out there like working towards what makes them happy, just go at your pace, man. A lot of people will tell you doing this and that is make, makes you lazy or, you know what I mean? But a lot of people, you got follow your path. Yeah. Everyone has things that help them get through the day, you know? Yeah. I'm all, oh, bro. I, I've literally become, become 
the person I used to make fun of. I do mobility every single day. I used to make fun of Johnny's Call Milan for doing that. Now I'm doing it every day. Yeah. You know, I do my breathing exercises. Yeah, I actually I, like your day. You explained it to yeah. me. Um, but yeah, for people I, listening, I have a structure. What, yeah, what's your day to day? I like? wake up in the morning. I go straight to do cardio. I don't brush my teeth because I procrastinate. I'm a procrastinator, 100. <laughs> I like to. If I'm laying in bed and I see Frank I just lay on a booby, I fall back asleep. Like that's what I do. I was being honest, right? So I have to roll out of bed. Don't brush my teeth. I put my pants on. Oh, so it's, my sweats, yeah, it's a mental. It's a mental for battle for me, yeah. and I go straight to do cardio. Right, and I come back and I do. I pull out my yoga mat and I get my little ball to rub on my on my feet. I do my mobility. Uh, right now, um, and all that gets you in the right headspace. As, yeah, as with my breathing routine. Yeah, with my yeah. breathing routine, that's been helping a lot too. Shout out to Chris for that one. Are you a morning person? So no, no I'm a morning person. Oh, okay, but it's but I'm also a cuddler. So you know what I mean. If I'm comfortable, I'm 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 lazy. You know what I mean? Like pretty much what about those cold days and oh, you just gone. feel my body. I like lay on a booby, just <laughs> gone. I'm out. I, I won't get up. I'll sleep in. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think your like your routine when you were explaining it earlier, I, th I thought that was pretty. cool. Yeah, man, it's 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 brought so much structure to my life. Like even to the point where today I was talking to my mom and she was like, "Hey, we might be going to the we want to go to the river in July." Blah 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 blah. And she's like, "Are you? I know you're really busy, so like I know you maybe won't be make." I'm like, "No, mom, like." I don't live a life anymore. Like I have structure now. Before I always worked so hard, but I wasn't working efficiently, right? And I was working so hard in like a circle. And now that I have structure in my life, um, I can do other things. Like I do work hard, so I should be able to enjoy myself in moderation like everyone yeah. else and with everything else, just as like food. But at the same time, like I was like, damn, like I remember like I never made time for my family for a while because I was like, I got to work. I got to work. I got to work. Yeah. And my mom's like, oh, I know you won't be able to go. I'm like, no, like I don't live that life anymore. I have structure. Like I have organized. Regrets, you know what I mean? Is what? Not being organized? Well, no. When my, before my mom passed, she was always involved, and I used to brush her off. So. Damn. I don't want to talk too much about it. I want to make a fool of myself on the podcast. But oh, I, I, think, I feel you. I'm talking about my grandpa. I think I think that's really good of you to uh, make time for your mom yeah. when she reaches out. Like, no, I man. That's important. We only get one of those. We only get, man, we, we do. We only get one, and unfortunately, you know, um, it's never long enough. You know what I mean? That's still, I'm not sure if you know, man, but... That's how my weight loss started. I lost my grandpa. Yeah. You no, know, you told me a little bit okay, about yeah. it, but no. You yeah, didn't I lost really my grandpa. It, it messed me up. Um, I was over, yeah, I went from like the 500 plus up, uh, to over 600 pounds. I think I was roughly around 650. Oh, yeah, I got to 650, man. So, uh, roughly 650. It took me about a two, almost two months uh, for the scale to read 599. And then uh, what, just one day? Just the, you? Oh, no, nah, man. It, it was a couple of months after my grandpa passing before I got my, uh, my shit together. Um, just, you know, suicidal thoughts, depression, you know, I, I was ready to, I was ready to end it all. Were you talking I, to him I was, like every day when he was? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We made my grandpa, we're, we're, we, that was my, my dad. That was my best friend. That was everything to me. So I took care of him the last couple of months he was here on this planet. And then once he had passed away, I stayed with my grandma for about six months. So I, was, I lived with the, at my grandparents' house for just, just under a year, like 11 months. Uh, then I had to get out of there and kind of get, I had, I wasn't paying bills. I let my credit go to shit. A lot of stuff happened. Um, don't regret it at all. Not one bit. But um, I had to get back and steal my stuff together. But I was in a very bad place. I was like over yeah. 600 pounds. Um, and I was, uh, you know, suicidal thoughts, you know, not, I just, I wasn't me. I wasn't the Anthony Lopez you remember hanging out with and, and being like the, you know, happy dude. You know, had insecurities, but I was always happy and I, I joking around. Knew, yeah. yeah. So I kind of lost like that version of myself for a minute. Um, and then I, you know, one day I, I, after, you know, a couple horrible thoughts and a couple bad dreams, I was like, you know what? Like, either I get this done now or I'm not going to be here long. And I never looked back, man. And, you know, fast forward where I'm at today, you know, because I chose to put myself first and my life first. And I yeah. choose to appreciate, you know, my my life and my body. Um, and I made I chose to make the right decision and stop taking the easy way out. Um, now I'm here. You know, I get to have work with that's, talk that's with a so shit many people. Load of work. That's not just, hey, I'm going to start working out today. That's a, no, no. It was like I lose 100 pounds. Of... I'm still 550 pounds. Yeah. I lose 50 pounds. I'm still 600 or five yeah 600 but pounds. i i mean I'm, I'm sure like as you were losing weight it was boosting your confidence though too right no uh you know what man i was or the scale was just killing it for you the scale was going down everything was going good um i just didn't care like when i when i when i locked in bro i locked in i locked in and i didn't look back and i didn't i didn't i i can't everything else was like a, a blur yeah. um, i got to learn a lot i got to do a lot i got to learn about myself a lot i'm still learning about myself um, but one of the best things I could have ever done is blame myself for my problems and not blame anyone else. You know what I mean? Like one of yeah. the best things I've ever done in my life was looked in the mirror and realized that it was up to me to make a change. And if I don't make a change, I'm the one that's going to suffer the end consequence and that's going to be death. And, that, and that's a tough combo. To, that to was a very, <laughs> nothing's harder to do in life to look in the mirror right. and blame yourself for your problems and your mistakes, man. Um, but besides Frankie, like, is there anyone when you started this journey that like really like, really helped you out like 
I had I had I had a couple I had a couple people in, um I had a, I had a couple people in the beginning um but then they turned out to be assholes uh but then Jordy came in and stepped in he saw that I was showing up ready to work you know when you're overweight bro and you're fat uh and you're obese morbidly obese whatever you want to call it uh people don't really respect you you walk into a gym and they just think it's another dollar sign it's weird bro. how they treat you once you start losing weight, yeah right? but then once I started losing weight I started getting a little you know people started treating me a little differently um. But uh, Jordy came in, you know, Jordy saw that I was showing up every single day to work out. And the person that I don't give him the name or the gym, any type of love at all, because I just don't I don't mess with them. Um, but, you know, Jordy saw me see me show, showing up every single day. And he he noticed that my, my trainer wasn't showing up for me and I was ready to work. Jordy stepped in, bro. We built such a relationship. Me and him were like, you know, Robin Big, honestly. Yeah. He showed me, he poured into me so much and taught me so much, which caused me, would help me not only with the weight loss, but help me become a personal trainer. Um, and then fast forward, you know, from that, from that, you know, from that gym, we went to another gym and then we ended up being that the next gym evolution where I met big John, um, big John actually just was found out not a couple months after I had actually met him that he had a tumor and he thought it was cancerous. So when he had his surgery, it wasn't cancer. Um, he's like, yo man, like just get oh, me out shit. of the house. So he Glad started training here, me. Man. Yeah. He started training me. So I took big John under my wing, like my little son and now he eats all my food. But no, like he been with Big John, like you know, he him and Francine, like they they know honestly for the last two years, I feel like um they know me the most. Yeah. You know, Shout Big out John, to you, you know, Frankie, because uh, that's that's no easy thing. Yeah, no, they, they there's being, so much behind the scenes of not just the weight loss journey, but you know, having the following and feeling like you have to be perfect. Also dealing, you know, with uh, imposter syndrome and um, body dysmorphia. Like these two right here, like side by side, will are bring value to me in two different ways. You know what I mean? So I do have a team. I, this was never done by myself. What a I've never to have a support system. Yeah, like that. my family supported me. I, I can't stand when people say they do stuff by themselves because at the end of the day, no one ever does stuff you know, by themselves. I was I was talking with my wife about that. Like when I go travel and stuff, and uh, I see a lot of these guys, a lot of the homies who ride. You know, they'll tell me too. Like it's it's kind of sad going home, and there's nothing to go home to. I'm just I don't know what that's like. I don't, I don't ever want to like, know. I don't, I don't like going. Like. To, I don't like taking a shit by myself. I, don't even, I like yeah, open I don't, the door and talk to my girl or something. Yeah, you know? man. I don't. I don't know if I could do it if I didn't have my wife and kids. Like I don't. No, that's your why. Yeah, you know what I mean, like my way. My why was for myself, but then it turned into much more than that. Right. But at the end of the day, I had people who looked up to me at 600 pounds. You know what I mean? So why not, you know, give them something to, sh to show them the hard work, you know, yeah. but show my my little brother so proud of me. My mom was just talking to me. She's like, Mom, like age, my brother, like he's doing it. Like he's helping people. He's 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 stuck to something and he's now traveling and, and talking to no, people. The and feeling like it, huh? Oh, that people. made me feel so good, bro. Yeah. Like for my little brother to say that, which I know he's always looked up to me, but to actually have an older brother to look up to. Right before yeah. I was showing them all the wrong things. Now I'm showing them the right things, you know. So and it's all because, you know, like I said, I got I got selfish. I put myself first and I realized like I, I gotta get my shit together. It's not up to anyone else. My mom could have fed me a certain way, my dad could have did it, my uncle, my aunt, they could have tied my hands up and fed me until I was eighteen. But once they untied me, it was up to so me to lose that weight. How old were you when your grandpa passed? Uh was twenty seven, twenty eight. It's two thousand eighteen. I was like twenty seven, twenty eight. Can't remember how old I was. It dude, that whole year was a blur. I went on vacation. Um, don't remember where we went. Don't remember the photos we took uh, that I was not, that's a whole nother conversation to talk about with Frankie. Cause she's like, I didn't even know who you were for a year, but I knew I had to be there for you. You know what I mean? And that's I was love. not myself, bro. Mm -hmm. I didn't care if she left me or not. I didn't care what I was like. I'm here for my grandpa and that's it. Not the best way to handle the situation, but at the same time, that's all I knew how to handle that, you know? Yeah. And so just now we're fast forward. We're here. You know, we made it through the, through the mud and we're not done. We're still shoveling shit. You're still shoveling shit. You know, yeah. you're on a new venture. Yeah, it's, um, it's exciting just to be in a new place, I think. But, uh, I mean, it is lonely out here, um, not having family, but it's also exciting to see what I can make of it. No, you're going to make something good, man. So, like, let's end on, I want to end on, like, some 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 positive stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of stuff I've been talking about is positive, but really, yeah, it's, it's, positive. It's, like, it's been a good combo. How do you, you know, someone's out there right now, you know, and, and I think we ended off like this with a big John on the podcast, but I still think it's a great way to end stuff. You know, someone's out there scared to make a leap, whether it be in business, whether it be in, you know, uh, you know, starting a business, whether it be in uh, making a move, getting uncomfortable. And, you know, like, what do you what do you got to tell the person that's listening right now that knows they, they should be making this move, but they're so scared to do it? Uh, I mean, you never know unless you try. Right. I mean, for me, I, I just knew I had to get it out of my system or else I wasn't I was going to hate myself. Like, And that's what I that's what I tell my wife, too, when I'm doing it now, like. I tell her, like, I have to do this. Like, I know you don't get it. I know it's stupid to you to to spend a weekend out there riding and getting content, but I have to do this or else uh, I don't know if I'm going to despise you, but I know I'll, for sure I'll hate myself. So I think if you're on the, um, 
you know, if you're on the edge about it, I, just do it, man. You never know unless unless you try. Just jump. Yeah, just jump. I love that, man. So I'm going to end on this, man. I'm going to tell you what I feel my, my definition of hell is. So my definition of hell is making it to heaven and seeing who I really should have become. Ooh. That's that's what I'm gonna leave on that one right there, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's my definition. So anyone out there is scared to make that leap, that's scared to get uncomfortable, just get out there and do it because there's no better time than now to get it done. And so many people use that line, but it's the realest thing, yeah. right? If I didn't start my weight loss journey, I possibly wouldn't be sitting here right now with the following, with the support, with the love, with you know whatever I got. <clears throat> if you didn't make this leap of faith and, and move to Vegas, we wouldn't be on this podcast together. We wouldn't be working yeah. in the near future together. It's crazy that is. If Big John didn't make that leap of faith, you know, he wouldn't be sitting here in his own. Well, he's in my apartment right now getting eating my food. But, you know, he has his own place. You know what I mean? He's, he's built, he has, like, you know, a, a X amount of clients online in-house. He, you know, if he wouldn't make that leap of faith, then, you know, he wouldn't, well, who would have known where he would have turned out to be? He would have got comfortable. You know, same thing with Frankie. You know, she was grew up her whole entire life told that she only could do this and serve a man and she can't do this and wasn't good enough for school, wasn't good enough for this and that. Yeah. You know, now she owns a six-figure company. You know what I mean, yeah. so literally, we were on a podcast in a room with a whole bunch of people that made the leap of faith. And uh, there's a lot of hard work, you know, that's yeah. a whole other podcast in itself. But at the same time, we all making a leap of faith and we're all turning into something yeah. that you know, the version of the same. Man, I'm, I'm super proud of you just seeing where we were in Cali and seeing where you yeah. are now. Like, four locos, <sighs> damn, four locos and NOS balloons. If you guys get it, you get it. Not, I'm glad you don't, <laughs> but you know, in all seriousness, man, like, I'm, I'm super proud of you. Like, I feel. I feel happy for you. Like Thank I you, feel, man. I feel happy to see what what, what what's next for you, like, man. For real, I'm I'm me too, me too. And I know with the hard work, I'm 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 going to achieve my next chapter and my next chapter, my next chapter until you know my book's written. But until then, I'm just gonna keep grinding my ass off. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. This is a great podcast, bro. Thanks for being on, man. Yeah, we'll do like an update one in a couple months or something. Hell yeah, Mr. West Coast Boom. Well, where can they find you at, Mr. West Coast Boom? Uh, Exactly in the name. <laughs> That's my Instagram, West Coast Boom. Same thing as uh, my YouTube, TikTok. Um, I'm not on Facebook. I feel like... You're missing out, man. Uh, man, people they got tell the me good. That. They got the people good. They got the, people the, tell me that all the time. I'm just. I just uh, started Facebook, so I'm just talking crap. Like, I've just started. Like, big job. But I just feel like it's me. just like a bunch of... I don't, I don't want to... You're going to say old people? Yeah. I think we're old, man. I think we're getting there. We're like, we're at that cusp. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll put save your, it for another we'll put, podcast. We'll put everything. No, man, we got more to talk about because, I mean, this is your first month here, so I want to talk to you in the next couple months. I mean, I can't wait to get some work done. Uh, me and you get some work done. Thank you. You're about to hop on my program, you and your wife. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's going to be good, bro. Well, I'm proud of you, man, what you become, and I can't wait to see your next chapter and your next chapter, and hopefully I'm, like, right there for the ride with you. Same, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate yeah, brother. You. All this happened for myself and my family There's no way that this is real, man